0: All right, welcome back. It's the Jim Bohannon Show with me, your guest host, Rich Valdez, at Rich Valdez with an S on all of the social media. The phone number if you want to join us tonight, 866-505-4626, 866-50-JIMBO. And we're going to talk about a little old and the biggest of its kind fourth of july parade that's in connecticut our host excuse me our guest is a host out in connecticut wayne norman wayne welcome to the program
1: hey rich with an s rich valdez <laughs> with an s the pleasure to be yeah. on with you You're doing a great job in for jimbo and uh, this, this is something that nobody else in the country does so uh, we're pl- proud to share the information with you
0: well you know uh, so i was looking at the um... On, on your First of all, Wayne is on WILI, it's one of Jim's affiliates in Connecticut, great station. And I was looking at the website and uh, looking at the parade, because uh, with bias, I just have to admit, I, I'm, I'm born in Brooklyn, grew up as a teenager, came of age in New Jersey, and I, I'm in a suburb of Jersey now, and I can tell you that I, I live in a tiny little town called Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, that has like the second oldest parade in America that celebrates uh, the Fourth of July. And so when I saw that you had a parade, I said, all right, hold on, let's see whose parade is better here, right? (laughs) But I looked at it and I said, this boom box idea, nobody's doing that. This is a fantastic idea. Tell us all about it, Wayne.
1: Well, in our town, which has a population of about 25,000 or so, they used to have the usual holiday parades. And in 1986, the local high school band had been defunded or disbanded. So a woman named Kathy Clark, who was a big parade nut, she was in fife and drum corps and the like, she came to us just before Memorial Day in 86, and she said, okay, we have no band. What if the radio station played the marching band music, and people brought radios to the parade, and there is the music for the parade? Well, again, it was only a few days before Memorial Day, and we realized what an unusual concept this was, so we said no, and she went away. And about a week later, she came back and said, all right, you want more lead time? Let's go with the 4th of July. (laughs) So we we said, all right, but if we're going to do this, we've got to do a great job promoting this to explain the concept. So we had long organizational meetings. And I went by the formation area at 9 o'clock, two hours before the step-off of that first July 4th parade in 86, and nobody was there. I didn't buy into it right away. A lot of people give me credit for this parade. I don't take the credit because, to be honest, I didn't think it was going to work. And at 9 o'clock, nobody was there. But people did show up. And in in a variety of unusual outfits and displays and floats and things like that, it went 44 minutes, which was a lot better than I expected. It grew quite a bit over the next 10, 15, 20 years or so. Our longest parade came in 2010. That was close to two hours. It's a three-quarter-of-a-mile parade route. We do condense the, the length of the parade route because we want the radios, boomboxes back then. I realize those are a little harder to find now, but we're not going to change the name of the parade. You, you, doesn't doesn't boombox parade have a better ring than radio parade? So, I love it. It just, it just, as long as people bring a radio and turn the radio up to our station, WILI, 1400 AM, 95.3 FM, we play the marching band music, and there is the music that permeates Main Street and creates the soundtrack for the parade that the marching bands would do in a normal parade.
0: This is a fascinating concept, and I'm going to say, and there's a, there's a term, a modern term for this, and you guys clearly predated it with, you know, 37 years of history, uh, but there there are parties, and I forget what they're called, if somebody remembers, give us a call, but they, people show up with headphones, and they have these parties, and there's no music at the party, everybody's dancing, and it's like a nightclub, but there's no music playing, everybody's playing their own music, and, and this is like supposed to be a revolutionary way of, of partying nowadays, but you guys clearly set the the stage for this 37 years ago with the boombox parade. And I think it's fantastic. People are showing up with a small transistor radio or with a boombox on their shoulder, hearing the marching band music and marching and having a parade that's totally broadcast by the radio. And folks, let me just remind everybody, we're on Wayne Norman. He's a broadcaster on WILI. And he's here talking about the boombox parade. So go right ahead. I don't want to interrupt you because I'm really enjoying the history here.
1: Well, Rich, one unexpected consequence of that first parade was that as we began those long organizational meetings, a writer from the Associated Press happened to be in town, happened to get wind of it. And she not only was able to write about it later on, but she actually sat in on our organizational meetings, so she knew exactly what was going on. And she ran in advance a story that ran before the parade that ran on the national and even international Associated Press wire. So wow. even before this first parade happened, people around the country knew what was going to happen. And then she was at the parade, and she wrote a parade story that ran nationwide. So I heard people from Florida and from California and from Texas friends of mine, they said, geez, I saw a story about your parade in my paper <laughs> down here. But topping that, I have a copy of a story in my office from a newspaper in Guatemala, Priense Libra, which did a short version of the AP story in Espanol. It quoted wow. me in Spanish talking about the parade. So we got international coverage the first year. Dan Rather on the uh, nightly news, uh, CBS Evening News, he ran some video of it. So this thing got national coverage right away. The New York Times, the Washington Post, the uh, Wall Street Journal, they've all done stories on it, as well as the local media, too.
0: Wow. All right, folks, we're on with Wayne Norman. He's a broadcaster, and uh, are you the head of the boombox parade, or are you just the spokesperson? What's your role?
1: Well, a little bit of both, Rich, Uh, sort of because it's a radio parade and de facto the grand marshal. So what I try to do, and let me just back up the truck a bit here and just tell you that that people do some very unusual things in this parade. We try to make it a no-rules parade, no pre-registration. I don't know who's going to show up on Monday. Oftentimes the hot political topic of the day will become a theme of many individuals floats or groups who march. And I know two issues that came up last week down at the Supreme Court that are going to probably get a lot of attention hmm. in this parade. The soundtrack is all the traditional stuff that a normal marching band would play. We've got the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine song. And a funny story about this is that uh, we had that on the same soundtrack basically plays every year because you've got the same songs that are, you know, the great marching band songs. But after about five or six years, I got a call from a guy that said, geez, I you see you got the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine songs. What about the Coast Guard song? The Coast Guard is right here in New London, Connecticut. I said, the Coast Guard has a song, and the guy sent me a cassette (laughs) tape back then, and their theme song is called Semper Paratus, Always Prepared. So now that's on the soundtrack as well. But these are the best bands in the world playing this, and we have Stars and Stripes Forever and Washington Post Mart, 76 trombones, and the parade begins every year. The first song is Strike Up the Band, a classic marching band song by Gershwin.
0: You were telling us a little bit about what you, you know, you speculate on what you might expect with the upcoming parade, given some of the hot button issues that were happening and uh, finish that thought.
1: Well, it happens every year. I mean, I remember back in 91, when uh, Lowell Weicker, the governor, stuck an income tax on Connecticut. Let's just say that that became a pervasive theme. We don't set a theme for this parade. The parade basically sets its own theme, and because of some of the recent news from the Supreme Court and elsewhere in the last week, I think that's going to wind up being a very popular topic in this parade. That will not be my topic. I, I do not reveal, I don't show my hand beforehand as the grand marshal, but it's not like a lot of grand marshals where I ride down the street in a convertible waving to the crowd. Oh, no, I go over the top. <laughs> One year, I was on rollerblades, and I towed the world's largest boombox, which wow. rich looked suspiciously like a bus because <laughs> it was a bus. But little silly stuff like that. I do something over the top every year hoping to raise the bar so other people do the same thing.
0: Wow! So t- tell me, I-, I like that story. What's uh, some of the most outlandish stuff you've seen in the parade?
1: Well, I remember early on in the parade, we had a uh, a, uh, a baby boomers unit, and it was a bunch of people pushing their kids in strollers. Uh, that that was pretty good. A precision drill team, which a bunch of guys with power drills. And uh, we, we've got a couple of units in the parade, including uh, our local brew pub, Willimatic Brewing Company, Main Street Cafe. They go all out. They, they, they have the fanciest float of anybody. And it's generally something thematic, sometimes about the origin of beer. One year it had an Egypt theme. Uh, last year it was a We Rise Up theme because two years ago we had to go virtual because of the pandemic. We couldn't have a parade. Last year the parade mm-hmm. returned to Main Street, so their big float had a rise up theme to it as we rose back from being shut down by COVID.
0: That's amazing. So the virtual parade, did Did you guys do that via Zoom or was there like somebody driving with the big uh, boombox bus or how did that work out?
1: It was- essentially a Facebook live thing, which we promoted. We made the link available on our website and on our Facebook page, and uh, with a few people at the radio station, including me, we put together a slideshow. It wasn't as long as a normal parade would go. We put together a slideshow. The governor did a really funny intro for it, and uh, it just had pictures of some of the units in the prior, uh, at that point in time, would have been 35 years of parades. And then we had a little wrap-up to it, and that was it. And people liked it. The thing got thousands of views all around the country, all around the world. We had to do it that way because we, we just f- physically decided we could not do an outdoor, outdoor parade. That's before people were vaccinated and, the, you know, the numbers were horrible. Mm-hmm. And it was a good way to keep tradition going. We've done it every year, including that one-year virtual.
0: How cool is that? Our guest is Wayne Norman, and we're gonna go all the way to Iowa to check in with our buddy Jerry Jerry. welcome to the program. You're on with rich Valdez and wayne norman
2: uh yeah may, may God bless Jimbo and the u s a uh, uh Wayne and uh Mr. Valdez. It really is neat that uh radio is celebrating america coast to coast um amen so i I love it that Connecticut loves America as much as rural Iowa does. That's just so cool. Um, I'm a little bit envious of the East Coast states because uh, you guys were one of the original 13 colonies. But our particular small town out here in uh, uh, Iowa, it's a very, a pretty small farming town. The most famous time of year for us is when we have a Fourth of July celebration. And it is so retro. You, I mean, it's going back in time, 60 years, I don't know. We have uh, tractors. We have all the fire departments in the local area. I mean, kids and the the miss, little Miss Princess floats, and uh, I mean, anybody can be in this parade. It's really uh, a blast from the past. And uh, by the way, I do know people in Oregon, California, who also dearly love America. So I just want to thank the Jimbo Show uh, for this guest and topic tonight. And uh, still, a neat country, and there's a lot of great parade some of them are fancy mm-hmm. some in uh, new york city you've got your boats and the fireworks and all that and god bless them too and it's just kind of a neat time uh and so i appreciate uh the guests tonight and i'm uh i just wanted to say that's kind of neat that you guys have had that parade out there in connecticut for so long so god bless you thank you mr valdez also
0: you, you bet, Jerry. And you know, it, I think it's so cool. Uh, A, that you're interested in that because I was too. <laughs> when I saw the, the, the email and I said, yeah, I would love to A, hear some of the music and B, I want to talk about that stuff because I thought I was the only geek that, you know, kind of geeked out on small town Fourth of July parades. I think it's an awesome, amazing tradition. It's as American as mom and apple pie. And I wish every small town had one. And uh, it's just a really cool tradition. Anyway, let's get back to Wayne Norman because, Wayne, I wanted you to, um, uh, A, give your reaction to to the caller and, B, any final thoughts you have because I want to play in a little bit the clip of music that we have.
1: Yeah, that song is not on the parade soundtrack, but it talks about the parade and how it came about and so forth, done by the first Connecticut State troubadour, Tom Callanan. One thing, Rich, is that uh, I'm a little surprised that other towns haven't picked up on this concept. It works so well for us. It's an easy concept to do once you do the original organizing. There have been a couple of towns around the country that do a smaller version of it, they tried it for a couple of years, not 37 like we have. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that it was fortuitous for us the way the timing worked out. Because Kathy Clark came to us for a Memorial Day parade, boom boxes, right. and it didn't work. It became Fourth of July. This is a very festive parade, and the concept of this parade and the festiveness would not have worked on Memorial Day. That's a more somber holiday. This is an Independence Day celebration, and that's what this parade is all about. And speaking of Independence, that's what the entrance of this parade have. Without much in the way of any rules, it's a very Great opportunity for them to express their independence, express their freedom. People say a lot of different things in this parade on both sides of the aisle. Bring them on.
0: Amen to that. Now, folks, again, we are on with Wayne Norman. He's a broadcaster, and he is the boss of the Boombox Parade. How long have you been overseeing the parade?
1: Since year one. Uh, wow. you know, early on, I just did basically red, white, and blue stuff walking down the street. And then about 1991, I began to do some unusual things. I, I rode 10 feet above main street in 91 in the fire department, cherry picker. And I had people saying, wait a minute, the grand marshal's <laughs> supposed to march. I said, it's the boombox parade. Who made that rule? So it's been unusual things since that time, but all oh, since day one, all 37 years.
0: That is fantastic. Folks, again, we're on with Wayne Norman. And Wayne, uh, give just a quick plug for you. How can everybody hear you? Obviously, they can hear you on WILI, but if they want to follow you online or check out your stuff, tell them where to find you and follow your work.
1: We do not stream, but uh, on the web, we're at WILI.com. And on Facebook, we're at uh, Good Company, 14 WILI, 95.3 FM. We also have a WILI Boombox Parade Facebook page as well.
0: Uh, is that a separate page, like a Facebook page? Or? Two,
1: two separate Facebook pages. One is just the radio station page. Our, our slogan is Good Company WILI, so we start with Good Company WILI. I think you can just search WILI, you'll find it. But the Boombox Parade, uh, we have a separate Facebook page just for that. I don't do much for that, with that page for about 11 months of the year, but you know, the last couple of weeks, the next couple of weeks, there'll be stuff on there that I can put up or other people can post as well.
0: Outstanding. Well, folks, I want you to get a taste of this music because I think it's fantastic. And we're going to wrap up this hour playing about a minute of this uninterrupted in your honor, in honor of America and her 246th birthday. So stay tuned. Listen to this. Wayne Norman, thank you for joining us. God bless you. God bless America. We'll be right back. In
3: 1986, a lady by the name of Kathy Clark. Devised a daring plan and on the world she left a mark For the band had been disbanded at Wyndham High There'd be no parade or music on the 4th of July Kathy couldn't bear that thought, so with cassette in hand She persuaded W.I.L.I. I. to make a boombox band Red, white and blue and lemonade at the Willamette. man. Boom box parade every Independence Day. The crowd shouts, Hip hooray! Every boombox turned to fourteen hundred on the AM dial, And people came from all around to march, to cheer, to smile. They marched right to the town. Each boombox turned up high, as American, as baseball, hot dogs, mom and apple pie. The young and the old, the brave and the bold, The truth be told, as good as gold, and something to behold, red, white and blue, and laminate. At the Willimantic Boombox Parade, every year Independence Day, crowd shouts hip hooray Hear the boom-ba-boom-ba-boom-ba blaring from the boom ba From north and south and east and west It's known throughout the land Red, white and blue and lemonade At the the boom box parade Every Independence Day The crowd shouts hip hooray when throws you lemons, you can whimper like a wuss or you can make lemonade and smile through your sour puss. The parade continues on, although Kathy's passed away, but her spirit walks with everyone each Independence Day. And folks from far and near give hearty raucous cheers to Wayne Norman, the Grand Marshal, who gets stranger every year, red, white, and blue, and lemonade. At the Willamantic Boombox Parade Every year, Independence Day The crowd shouts hip hooray Red, white, and blue, and lemonade At the Boom Box Parade Every Independence Day The crowd shouts hip hooray